Good morning and welcome to Morning Java, brought to you as always by GetGo Cafe and Market. Dale, it's another start to the week, and I'm telling y'all, if y'all ain't starting it off with GetGo, you ain't doing it right. They got coffee, they got cold coffee, they got all the things that get me going early in the morning. Yeah, you need more caffeine, Carter, that's for sure. <laughs> you know, I just, I'm so bereft of energy. Um, but uh, let's get to, we got huge news to talk about. We're going to start with talking about who did make the Steelers roster. Dale, who was your most surprising person that didn't get cut over the weekend? I don't know if there was a, a super big surprise. I mean, I, I you know, when, when I, I did my, I, I did two roster cuts during camp, one last weekend and one Friday. And everybody who was uh, cut or not cut was basically on those two lists, other than Ryan Switzer getting cut. Other than that, Everything was, you know, I had Curtis Riley making it last weekend. Um, you know, I, it, I had, uh, you know, Jordan Dangerfield, guys of that nature making it. So it wasn't that big of a surprise. There really weren't that many spots open, and he really had to look hard uh, to, to find some of those cuts. No, I agree. Like, because most of the, like, the Steelers, they're fortunate this year. They most, all, most of their starting positions are figured out, or they're, the, like, the right tackle position is a battle between two guys who they really like. So, like, that wasn't the issue. But on the back end, you know, you saw a guy who – Ray Ray McLeod, he made the roster, and he was only there for, what, two weeks? A little over that. But I guess if you're, if you're looking for a real surprise, I guess Carlos Davis making it mm. uh, would be the, the one surprise. Um, you know, again, without any games or anything like that, it's tough to kind of guess on how those, those guys were, were playing, uh, especially in a nose tackle. Um, you know, how's he doing his job? Who knows? He's a nose tackle. You know, he does not ask to go out and make a bunch of tackles. Uh, I think that one came down strictly to finances. Um, you know, mm. Dan McCullers was making uh, almost $2 million, and they could save uh, about $1.2 million by uh, trimming him and keeping Carlos Davis. Do you think it was any it had anything to do with Carlos Davis I think he had the fastest 40 and the best shuttle time of interior defensive linemen in his draft class. Not that that boosts him automatically, but do you think that they, they there is something that they, they see in him and maybe, you know, 90% of it might've been, Hey, financially we can save some money here on a position. We don't use that much, but also there might be in that, that legitimate 10% where we're like, you know what, this kid might have something here. Uh, I mean, who knows? They, they picked him in the seventh round, so they weren't that excited about him. Everybody else passed on him as well True. Uh, throughout the course of the draft. I mean, it's kind of like saying, um, you know, he was a good shot putter in college too. Did that have any play a factor? I, I don't know. Again, the guy was a seventh round draft pick. He made it. Um, you know, I think finances played a large part in, in some of the things that they did, especially at the end of the roster. Uh, you know, I think that they were looking at this in terms of uh, with an eye towards next year. Um, you know, you want to have some cap space that you can roll over. Uh, you know, based on what the cap may or may not be uh, heading into uh, 2021. All right, Dale, let's talk about who didn't make the roster. And the big name that everyone really wanted to talk about was Ryan Switzer, the Steelers receiver who's been on the team for the past couple seasons. They traded for him for a really low pick when the Cowboys or whatever. You know, he's been on the team. Ben Ro him and Ben Roethlisberger supposedly had a really close relationship over the years. And he not only didn't make the team, he didn't make the practice squad. and I know that I know that you were kind of going back and forth, and like you said, like it's not a, too much of a shocker, but it does seem odd to me that you know we were hearing this stuff about Ryan Switzer over the past few years, and now he's just gone. 
Yeah, I mean, I think they would have – They, de- I, in fact, I was told they would have liked to have had him back on the practice squad. He wants to test the waters elsewhere, which, you know, they released him so he can see, you know, if he can hook on somewhere else. Uh, certainly there's some teams out there that could use a receiver. Um, you know, the San Francisco 49ers have seemingly signed 87 receivers this uh, during camp uh, because they keep having guys get hurt. Uh, the Patriots could certainly use somebody – you would think. I mean, their their receiving group is is pretty bad. I mean, there's a number of teams around the league that could potentially use a guy like that. We'll see if he hooks on somewhere else this week. Uh, it was a bit of a surprise. I, I thought that uh, you know, given his uh, his status and the way that they were using him in camp, um, you know, as a return guy, uh, they weren't using a lot of different guys. They're doing those kind of things that that perhaps that would be the thing that that uh, kept him on this team. They would want to have a backup, uh, you know, punt and kick returner. Uh, but that wasn't the case. They could save a, a little bit of cap space there. Ray Ray McLeod, I liked him. I liked what he was doing. Um, certainly more of a receiving threat, even though his career numbers receiving are far worse than, than what Ryan Switzer's are. I know people look at that as, well, he's got to be better. I don't know. I mean, he's, 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 you know, he's played two years in the league, and he's averaged four yards a catch. Uh, so, you know, he, I realize he hadn't exactly played with great quarterbacks either, but but still, I mean, it's not been great. But obviously, they have a plan for him. Uh, maybe some gadget stuff, uh, some something of that nature. But uh, you know, I, I just think it was uh, you know time for this to happen. Uh, again, we're talking about the fifth or sixth wide receiver here. So who even knows if Ray McLeod or Ryan Switzer would have gotten a, a you know a hat on game days? Um, you know, as, as the fifth receiver, I would assume that that Ray Ray McLeod does. But that's not a given. They could still sign another guy. Um, you know, before they, they play on uh, Monday night. Um, you know, I think it really came down to because they kept nine offensive linemen, including three guys that can play center in, on the interior line. Um, I, I think they're looking at this uh, with the possibility that maybe Stefan Wisniewski uh, might have to start next, uh, next Monday night against the Giants if, if something – or if, uh, if David DeCastro's calf still doesn't uh, shape up in time. So they had to keep that extra offensive lineman on the roster – and that cost one of the wide receivers their job. That's all. That's very interesting because we also saw Deion Kane get signed to the practice squad again. He's a guy who made a couple of plays downfield for them. Um, and he's a guy you said came on. Uh, he was uh, you know, in the last week or so of camp. Uh, I, I think it's interesting that he's the guy that's off, that, that's off the 53-man roster and Raven McLeod made it on. Do you think this is going to be a situation where this could switch at any point in time? Because like last year, you know, people took – you know, J. Roan Elliott and all the different moves that they made as like final. And then, of course, in a few weeks, you know, the Steelers had to switch some things around. Yeah, I mean, that roster is constantly changing. It's not like the, you know, the first 45 spots are pretty much set. And then as soon as you start having injuries or anything like that, the rest of it changes uh, pretty considerably over the course of the season. That's nothing new. Okay, Dale. So on top of players getting figured out for the 53-man roster and players being signed to the practice squad. The Steelers made two moves to go get guys that were let go by teams that, you know, that they were on during training camp and they're former Steelers. They bring back safety Sean Davis, a former second-round pick for the team back in 2016, and they bring back Josh Dobbs, the quarterback that they traded away last year uh, right before Ben Roethlisberger got hurt. And this seems like some interesting depth moves because now they let go Curtis Riley, who was the guy that – uh, a guy that, that you and several other people were talking about in training camp as far as, you know, him filling in. And uh, they let go Devlin Hodges, who fans were wearing duck hats for last year at some point. So there's that. 
but what was your takeaway when you saw both of these moves? Were these things that you were like, okay, this makes a lot of sense, or did these catch you off guard? Uh, not necessarily off guard because people would ask me about it uh, when, when those guys both kind of got cut loose. And upon first glance, I said, ah, I don't think they'll be interested in those guys. But then the more you thought about it, like, yeah, it makes sense. If the price is right with Sean Davis, you bring him back. And I'm sure he would like a, you know, to come back and maybe prove something and, and perhaps show that, uh, you know, he can still play, um, you know, and same, uh, you know, Sean Davis is coming off a of labrum surgery. Uh, that usually takes a year, a full year to kind of recover from. So it'll be almost a year uh, to the day, uh, uh, you know, when they play their first game. He got hurt in week two, uh, the same game that Ben Roethlisberger left. Uh, Sean Davis also got hurt in. So we'll see how that shoulder is for him. And for Dobbs, uh, you know, Dobbs made the roster last year over Devlin Hodges. They released Devlin Hodges last year and kept Josh Dobbs. But they liked Hodges enough that when Jacksonville offered them a fifth-round pick, they said, eh, okay, we'll do that. Well, then Jacksonville cuts him loose. You bring Dobbs back. He knows the offense. Um, you know, he knows everything that goes involved, that's involved with this. Ben Roethlisberger knows him. Mason Rudolph knows him. And, you know, you can use him in some different ways, uh, you know, in on the scout team uh, to simulate, uh, you know, Lamar Jackson or those kind of things. So this move makes sense. Devlin Hodges – I'm sorry. I just don't see him being a an NFL quarterback. And, well, maybe neither do the Steelers. No, that's part of what I was going to ask you also, too, is how much does that also weigh into it, being able to practice with Josh Dobbs, you know, use him in the Lamar Jackson, the Deshaun Watson role when you got to you know, practice against mobile quarterback. Um, and also, I mean, the guy did – I mean, his arm may not have been really accurate, but he could at least let it fly. And that's something that Devlin Hodges couldn't do. Um, it just it seems to me like it makes this made a lot of sense on top of Sean Davis making a lot of sense because um, he gets two million dollars guaranteed from from Washington anyways um, and uh, but now you bring back Dobbs you know you're getting a guy for cheap that can be your third quarterback help you out in that depth position um, and you're hoping that you never have to go back to using your third string quarterback like they did last year like it's it's not like they're planning on using Josh Dobbs that way but this to me does seem like a, a safe move to say, hey, you know what? We got this depth back. Um, and ultimately, they traded away Dobbs for a fifth-round pick that they got for a temporary tight end, and now they got, they got Dobbs back anyways. Just seems like a weird circle of life moment there. Yeah, I mean, that's the going rate for uh, veteran players is that fifth-round pick. And, well, we got the Bears back. 